I'm Bobby Connor for South Carolina Public Radio with Health Focus here at the remote studio for the Medical University of South Carolina in Charleston. Access to transportation for medical appointments can be a big challenge for many cancer patients. Dr. Evan Grayboys is here to talk about this problem. Dr. Grayboys is a head and neck surgical oncologist and he is director of survivorship and cancer outcomes research at Hollings Cancer Center at MUSC. Dr. Grayboys, you're the lead author on a recent paper in the Journal of the National Cancer Institute that talks about transportation insecurity in cancer patients. Give us a brief overview of this issue. Transportation insecurity is common among patients in the U.S., and it's thought that nearly 6 million people were affected in 2017, and it disproportionately burdens racial and ethnic minority, low-income, elderly, and rural populations. Um, We don't have exact data for patients in South Carolina, but it's certainly something we see routinely in our clinical practice. What is the potential impact when a patient can't get to these appointments? It's really not just getting to cancer appointments, but really along the continuum. So potentially getting in for screening, diagnosis, starting treatment, and then completing treatment and into survivorship. And for patients with cancer, these consequences can be profound. So they can lead to higher rates of cancer recurrence and potentially cancers that could have been treated not being treatable and and subsequently mortality. Give me an example of what you might see along these lines in your practice. We actually just saw someone in clinic a couple weeks ago where this was a really major issue. And due to challenges with transportation, they weren't able to get in for a timely diagnosis of their cancer early on. And even once it was diagnosed, challenges getting back and forth to MUSC led to many canceled appointments to the point where they finally got in for treatment. It had spread to places where we could no longer offer them a curative intent treatment for what would otherwise have been a curable cancer. And why is this transportation insecurity especially hard on cancer patients versus other patients? Cancer care is episodic and really occurs over a prolonged period of time. So there's just lots of opportunities for transportation insecurity to interrupt care. Cancer treatment's physically and psychologically taxing and makes it challenging to use certain methods of transportation. It's expensive, so the financial toxicity of cancer care amplifies transportation insecurity. And then care often happens at regional centers of excellence, which require significant travel distance to get there. What is being done to look at this problem and come up with systematic solutions? Yes, so I think first is what we're doing right now, which is really just raising awareness that this is an issue and really an important issue for patients with cancer that's common and has profound consequences. In addition, there are not-for-profit organizations that are great partners in helping solve this and ongoing research to advocate for change at a policy level. Are there some programs in place across South Carolina to provide transportation for cancer patients who might need it? Yes, thankfully, there really are some fantastic programs run through not-for-profit or community organizations. The American Cancer Society is one that focuses specifically on patients with cancer through their Road to Recovery program, which provides rides to and from medical appointments for patients with cancer, and also their Hope Lodge program, which recognizes that for some patients with extended courses of treatment, the solution to transportation insecurity is actually housing close to the medical center. Dr. Grayboys, thanks for this update about transportation insecurity and cancer patients. Thank you. From the remote studio for the Medical University of South Carolina in Charleston, I'm Bobby Connor for South Carolina Public Radio.